three, two, and we are live. Hey, 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 great day, great day, great day, good people, good people. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the human experience. We just want to start off with a live shout out to one of our main sponsors, Beard Zion. Please be sure to check out Beard Zion at B-E-A-R-D Zion.com and make sure to use that code at H-E-C-A 21. That is at H-A-C-A 21. Yes, yes, yes. We want to thank Baird Zion for choosing to be down and get around because, you know, I do have a, a wonderful fine beard that is coming into play and around this way. So, Baird Zion, thank you for getting the beard tight and right. Hello, my name is H-I-M-Y-O. Him, yo, thank you for joining us here on the Human Experience. And for those who are not familiar with what the human experience is and how we get down and get around, human experience is where we, me, him, aka true him, aka dynamism, aka altruism, aka it all flows through him, ask our guests seven questions that allows them to compassionately express who they are so that you, the audience, are able to witness compassion and experience compassion in action and so on this wonderful day i know it has been a little while i would say it's been about a good two weeks since we were able to drop into this human experience and carry on and go on i know that there was a uh transition of a a holiday that had to do with giving thanks so i hope and trust that you all had the opportunity to find something to be thankful about and be surrounded by love, whether that was in person or that whether that was through distance. Please know that energy never dies nor um, nor is uh, started or whatever that saying is. I'm sorry, I messed it up, but energy is always moving and always flowing. So as long as you were be able to send out that good energy to your loved ones, whether they were close or far, just know you are felt. So with that being said, uh, when we talk about feelings and emotions and getting into uh, what that is, I know that today on this human experience, I am actually kind of excited about um, being in the presence and being in the space of this good brother. Uh, We have not met in person, but we have been, or I should say, uh, let me not speak from the we, I will speak from the I at this particular moment. I will say that I have been um, paying attention to and um, and just really reveling in this individual who we are about to, to, about to interview today. Um, mm. We, I came across him through uh, the wonderful... Um, transformational group that I was a part of and getting some, uh, getting tuned up and tuned and tuned in to, uh, kaboom coaching. Right. And so in this kaboom container, a, a, a container that is full of joy and that is, uh, is synonymous with expressing our wins, no matter how big or how small, just being able to embrace them and accept them and, and having a culture of, of, uh, of celebration, it's something that actually I need to actually get back into the group and 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 revel in that be, and being in that space and being able to because um, I know that when I was in when I was in the class in this this ten week uh, intensive uh, coaching course uh, I know that being in that community and seeing the wins and being a part of the wins and expressing my wins actually did a lot for for me internally right to be able to pay attention to. Uh, all the small victories that I had in my life and actually go looking for those victories. Um, it was a exercise that I'm missing. So I need to get back into that community and just uh, start taking, taking more parts of that. And I say all of that because uh, one of the wins that I kept seeing being expressed was by our next guest. Um, and, and to see what he was doing in his place in his space down in Atlanta and um, and how he was engaging his audiences and, and, and the wins that he was putting up on the board uh, for clients that he was getting, for interviews that he was getting, for money that was coming in, for life that's about to, um, to, uh, to be uh, uh, fully birthed through, uh, through the union of him and his partner. I mean, just 
all these little wins, you know, just just had me paying attention to this brother. And on top of that, he is a brother. And so when in that space, I wouldn't say that there's a lot of highly melanated individuals that uh, that occupy that kaboom space. So whenever there is, you know, uh, for me, being a person um, that where community is is important and especially a community of people that look like me um, is 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 so important. You know, whenever you see another brother in there, or for, I should speak, let me speak for myself again. Whenever I see another brother or sister in that space and place, I, I definitely um, try to go above and beyond to be in communication and be in support of whatever it is they're up to, however they are up to it. And so the individual that I am talking about, his name is Anthony Valentino Strayhorn, and he is the founder and owner of Stray Fit. He is a 38-year-old native of Fayetteville, North Carolina, and has a BS degree in chemical engineering and has practiced in the corporate world for seven years as a design and process engineer. Before becoming a personal trainer and transformational coach in 2012, since then, Anthony has been full-time a health and wellness entrepreneur and continues to embody the possibility of balance and sustainable transformational experiences. Currently, Anthony trains and coaches individuals and small groups in the areas of human potential, self-actualization, physical training, and mindful self-care. His dedication, focus, and commitment to health and wellness is evident in how he inspires others to live a balanced and harmonious lifestyle. Simply put, He's a person who loves connecting and helping others with their own journey of transformation. Some of Anthony's favorite pastimes include hiking, exercising, and I must say, if you saw the picture I put up on there about exercising, I mean, he's one of them dudes that you want, that you like, you feel a little bit uncomfortable standing around because he's like so fit tone and like everything is like pop, 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 and then you'd be like, damn, man, you got you to gotta check yourself, right? Uh, I digress. I'm sorry. But uh, exercising, reading magazines, dancing, traveling, going to the movies, listening to live music, attending music festivals, metaphysics, and the arts in all mediums and networking are a few things that Anthony enjoys. Anthony has lived in a few different states across the country that include Pennsylvania, Texas, North Carolina, and Georgia. He has also lived in Italy for three years during his earlier years as a teenager as a teenager and while and learned to speak italian fairly well while living there so he's on some kobe shit y'all he got that mamba mentality other countries that anthony has traveled to include canada germany holland england switzerland brazil grand cayman islands haiti mexico and jamaica his dream trip will be to travel to new zealand india the cook island greenland iceland africa and China. And so, with all of that said, I would love to introduce and welcome to the human experience community, Mr. Anthony Stray Fit Strayhorn. Welcome, 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 <laughs> welcome, good brother. Welcome, good brother. Thank you for joining us here on the human experience. Thank you for that audacious introduction, bro. Thank you, man. I hey, appreciate man. it. You deserve, you deserve it. You deserve it. You you deserve this too. Just for all those things that I just read about you, you know, you you deserve you deserve this applause, good brother. You let me give you another. One. Wait, wait, you know what? We like yo three is my favorite number, so I like to do things in three. So let me salute you one more time in that. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Anthony, thank you for joining us today here on the uh, on the human experience. This is compassion in action. Um, so, you know, I read a bunch of these words and and um, you've done a, a lot of amazing things in your life. But uh, I would love to hear a little bit more about uh, that adventure you took in Italy and like what had you there for those those three years um, as a teenager, and how did that shape the way that you continued to move after your teenage years? Sure. So it was part of my interests and desires to want to live with my father at the time. I was just about to be, I was just 
going into my um, being a preteen, you know, I was 11, I was 11 years old and I was about to be 12. And I've been living with my mother and stepfather for several years. And I was just kind of getting a little tired and getting a little just ready for something different. Um, at the time I was just, wasn't very fond of my stepfather. And I, when my dad first moved overseas, cause he was part of the, he was in the army at the time and he had was, he was given some orders to go to Germany and at the time, I wanted to go then. I was actually, it was, I was nine then. But I, you know, my mother was like, well, I don't want to let you go over there yet, or it's just not the best timing. So I didn't go. And I was like, man, I really want to go. So when it got time for my dad to get, when my dad got his second um, group of orders to go to Italy, I was like, wow, I'd love to go to there. And then my mom at the time felt like it was more appropriate. And she felt like it would be a, a lot of, there would be a lot of great amazing things that would come out of that for me to, to do that. So I ended up moving with my dad and um, lived in Italy for three years. And I lived in an Italian neighborhood, but I went to an American school. So that's a huge, I mean, it's a lot, a lot of details in my living experience there. And um, it really was the first time I'd ever been fully immersed in another country where I lived from, you know, more than just for vacation mm. or just a trip. I lived through all seasons, all different aspects of different Italian holidays, experience a lot of different people from around the world. I met Turkish people. I met people from uh, other parts of Europe. I met mm. uh, people from Northern Africa um, and I heard a lot of different languages being spoken on the street when I would travel. And my school was very international. So it was the first time I ever went to an international school. Prior to that, all of my schooling was um, from com- communities of predominantly, that were predominantly black, black Americans. So I didn't have a lot of exposure to other cultures outside of just what I was exposed to in my school. So going over there was, it was, I would, it was, it was cultural enrichment for me. And I really embraced it and loved it. So, ah. And you say, yeah, especially like, being culturally or becoming culturally enriched at such a um, at such a prominent age in 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 growing up, right? Because it's also you know you're in that that pubescent stage and you know body changing, voice changing, everything, mindset changing, and all of that, and then to be in a place that was um, full of culture which was mm-hmm. like, if I'm hearing you correctly, you know, being, uh, kind of making that transition from being in predominantly, uh, melanated spaces to this like exchange of, of various cultures, like how, how this isn't even the first question, but like just that, the interest in that it's like, so how did that like shape your, um, how did that shape your understanding of like who you were and and what you wanted to become? Yeah, it, it gave me more appreciation for diversity, mm. and it allowed me to see that some of the things that I thought about people culturally or stereotypically were not true or not <laughs> as accurate in my mind mm. that I thought were true, and it just I experienced more and more just social connection among people that. You know, previously I had not really ever had a had a real connection with you know Asian people, more Latin people, um, mm. European people, other than like white people in America, but Europeans, Italians, mm. Germans, French people. Um, so that really helped me to to see like, man, you know, there's there's so much value to so much expansion mm. in being immersed in other cultures, traveling. You know, and there's I think there is a distinction between a traveler and a tourist. Uh-huh. And so I, I've been able to figure that out, you know, now that I've traveled a lot more places since I lived there, seeing that. And um, I can say that I have traveled or been in the space of being more of a of a traveler versus a tourist. I've always wanted to just explore the local customs and learn the language and, and learn what taboos are there and get a sense of what what similarities and commonalities we all have. Uh-huh. Got you. That's interesting. I mean, I, I could, that's a whole nother topic. I could probably go off on a whole tangent and being able to like, <laughs> to like to pick your brain yeah. a little bit more about that. And I guess as, as mm-hmm. we, as we tippy toe and um, jump fully into the pool of this human experience, it might be something that I, uh, that I 
come back to as a starting point to uh, to ask you more uh, mm-hmm. engaging questions. And so with that being said, uh, one of the first questions I would love to ask you, Anthony, is mm-hmm. what do you trust more, your heart or your brain? Mm-hmm. Definitely, as I am understanding myself now, my heart. Mm. That's my heart because for me, heart is connection and the mind is, is knowledge or, and that's just a, that's the kind of a general description of the two in how they can operate or how they can exist or the space there. But I trust my heart you know, mm. because that's close to my gut mm. and my gut. Usually it's that, that gut connection is the grounded connection. So I, I for me have, been more tuned into trusting my gut more trusting what what i feel in my in my core Mm -hmm. versus here because the mind is filled with all kind of filters all kinds of constructs all kinds of programming word you know and the and the heart isn't like the heart isn't that way at least for me it's not it's like i don't speak for in i i phrases for myself so that's what i trust i trust my heart more Got you. And so is that something that you like grew into trusting like or was it like or I should say, I guess, well, what you were saying actually is that as you started to trust your um, your intuition and your and your gut and what was resonating through that, that connected you. Would you say that you trusting your intuition in the beginning um held or or um proceeded to allow you to go to the next step of of like trusting your heart or uh like yeah how did that how that connection like come like within that what that mm-hmm. with that trusting of the gut uh initially and how that did that drive you closer to trusting your heart i should say that's the question so did so what got me to that space where i'm trusting more of my heart yeah when yeah. you when you went from like initially trusting your gut, right. And, and developing mm-hmm. and honing your skills in, in like, um, trusting your instincts, right. Mm-hmm. How did that turn into then trusting your heart and, and aligning those two? Okay. I would say a lot of the internal self work I've done, you know, around like, um, practicing my communication, my authentic communication mm-hmm. with myself with others, and particularly with my wife, with the, my immediate uh, family around, you know, around, just around my overall lifestyle, and that allowed me to see that when I spoke, when I when I actually communicated, what was really real for me, mm-hmm. I felt this peace, this lightness come over my heart and my within myself. I felt like a physiological lightness within that center of my body. And so for me, that gave me affirmation, confirmation, too, that that was truth, mm. you know, and still having some mind connection to that. However, I felt like that was it was a deeper sense of um, it was a, a deeper energetic, like unfurling mm. from that space. If if you can gather what I'm saying. Yeah, no, for and, sure, for sure. Uh can for sure gather what you're saying in there. And as I'm like, as I'm starting to do more research, um, I'm finding that there are these, there's actually a brain in the heart, right? There's a brain center mm-hmm. within the heart and how that is able to, uh, how the, how those brain centers within the heart, um, are actually, I would say, they're not equally as powerful as what's going on in the brain. They actually may be more powerful than what's going mm-hmm. on in the brain because they react quicker to to what than what's going on within our within our brain, right? And, and sure. it actually the that's the one of the first things that becomes communicated within the heart space is where the is like probably is where one of the first forms of communication starts to happen within ourselves mm-hmm. right and being um in contact with the stimuli with the outside stimuli from our environment mm-hmm. it actually is those yep. brain centers within the heart that start to work that then send it up and communicate with our with our uh cerebral area mm-hmm. to then 
get to the reaction and, and, and interpretation of the full moment that is that is happening. And that's like yep. something that I'm like so interested in starting to like study up a little bit more about um, just to be able to communicate that. Right. Because, I mean, I truly believe that really uh, the heart is the uh, the heart. The heart is what connects us to source. Right. Because we're not mm-hmm. dead until our heart stops beating. Right? right. And so from just from that particular uh, frame of mind, it's like, well, if if the heart if it, if we're if we don't go until the heart goes, then there's obviously something more to that and deeper uh, meaning in that. If they talk about you could be brain dead and still be, you know, still be uh, and still be functioning and stuff like that. But then once that heart stops, everything stops and, yep. and then transition starts to happen. Right. And mm-hmm. so, um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome to hear you communicate that in, in, in that kind of way, in the way that you have, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I was going to say like that, you know, your brain is, is responsible for survival. So once the, once the, the heart senses what it is, it sends that message to the brain, the brain goes through who, how, what, why, all the functionalities of logic. Mm-hmm. To, 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 to protect you. And that's a natural like biomechanism that mm-hmm. we all go through, you know, and our brains are because that's what the ego is. And the ego is designed to keep us safe, secure and in a place where we can create predictability, mm-hmm. comfortability. However, <laughs> we know sometimes when we're too much in that state, we can find ourselves, you know, stifled, stuck, um, just not as creative yeah um fearful mm-hmm. we're stuck too much in our mind because we're getting a lot of information <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, to get, to get information through. right <laughs> a lot of information exactly. to get information to get information to be that sympathetic parasympathetic yeah yeah that fight or flight mm-hmm. yep i'm with sure, you bro. on that one i'm with you on that one and so then when we're talking about ingesting information mm-hmm and getting information, the next piece of information that I would like to disseminate to you, Mr. Strayfit, is, is it better to have beauty or be beautiful? Hmm. What if you can have both? It's always a possibility. Please <laughs> expound upon your thoughts of that. So is it possible, so is it better to be beautiful or to have beauty? Is, is it yeah? Is it better to have beauty, or mm-hmm. be beautiful? Yeah, I think both. To me, I think both exist at the same time, because you we have we have everything in essence because we are part of the everything, and so the idea of beauty is always within us, and so it's just a recognizing of it. So that's the having it is the recognition that you are it already. Mm-hmm. And so because and when that is experienced, then you exude it. It's like you have power. And now and once you understand that it's within yourself, you can walk with it. You can connect with it. It's just it's like going into the the room within yourself. It's like you're not separate. You're not separate from the the mountain in Tibet and Nepal. And I like to say because the word there, right? If we say we want to get there, there's it's it's so easy to see how within that word there's something very powerful in it. If you write out the word there and you take the second, the last four letters of that word, what do you get? Here. Here. H E R E. Yeah. So you get there by being here. Damn, ooh, that's hot. Yo, so, Bung, there is a statement that we like to say, right? You just said some hot-ish. And what (laughs) hot-ish stands for is higher order thinking. So Mm. you just said some hot-ish, good brother. Mm, That's hot. That's hot. Yeah, I wish I, I, if I, if I, I gotta get this, I gotta get this, uh, this drop that I got, but, uh, 
anyway, I, I'm, I don't want to digress from your hotness. Let me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love it. yeah, man. To be there is here. I want to say what's up to Crystal Golden. Thank you for uh, thank you for chiming in and clapping on that, sis. Um, so yeah, please um, go into so uh, when you talk about there and here, and as that relates to having beauty or being beautiful, like how how does that all? Um, come together in your uh, in your goulash of uh, of thinking. Yeah, how does it come? It just brings me back to the uh, more of an abundance mentality, mm-hmm. and that's a very key ingredient to my success sauce for life. Mm-hmm. I would just say success is just patterns and practices you put into a consistent sequential manner that mm-hmm. pr- that can consistently create a yield or a result. So for me, I'm successful in some aspect every single day. It doesn't have to be just regulated to, or regulated to um, money, uh-huh. you know, or the achievement of something outside of yourself, mm. you know. So it, it's it just brings me back into a, a centered and grounded sense that I already have it all. That everything I need within everything I need is already within myself. It's just me continuing to tap into it, mm. tap into it, and. You know, I feel like the traveler goes to the master, the yogi, the the ashram, the the temple to mm. realize that that temple, that master, is already within them. Word. And it's like a it's a homecoming. It's a homecoming. Uh, it's a homecoming of life. Like, oh, I'm back to back home, and you realize, like, oh, it's always been here because you were there, <laughs> but you were already here at the same time. Yo, so. you know what that makes me think of? That makes me think of, like, I was literally, I literally was watching The Last Dragon maybe, like, yes. like three or four <laughs> three or four weeks ago, right? I was watching The, the Last Dragon, and you actually kind of, like, as you're talking about that and thinking, it, it brought it brought up that Last Dragon in me, right? And that the scene, and then you kind of, like, got a Bruce Leroy-esque resemblance and shit. So it's just like, yo, you, can you teach me some moves? Well, you remember know? when his master said, "It is." He said, "You'll have to go. It's only there." And he pointed to him. He mm. pointed and touched him. He says, "Only there that you will find the true master." He touched him, mm. and he still didn't see it Word. because he was still his mind is still programmed that mastery of myself is outside of me. And it's really like you go to a guru, you go to a, um, a someone who's more inclined, someone who's who f- just a little bit further along the path. Mm-hmm. They're just going to turn, tell you, say, just look at yourself. You're looking at me. But the biggest lesson is learning that it's, it's within yourself. Mm-hmm. So, Word. Yeah. Word. And that's like, that, yeah. And so, like, where I like to think about it, right, when like the origin of this question is talking about and what we're like really talking about is the difference between or the distinction between having and being right mm-hmm. and 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 having something is something that is like like kind of passive and it's like it could always reside there right but if you're not being that if you're not exuding that if you're not putting it in motion and in in, in action then that mm-hmm. shit could reside there forever and never you know and never manifest because you haven't turned inward to turn it on Right. Um, and so that's mm-hmm. where that that's where that beautiful comes into play, because that is something like you have to be that you can't just you don't just have beautiful. You know what I mean? Like that's that's a that's yeah. something in action. Right. And so, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I liked I liked I liked where you're going with that, bro. That is uh, that is. Hey, that. Yo, let me grab my I'm going to grab my charger real quick. Cause this, oh, yeah. I thought my, I thought my for quick, sure. For sure. Gonna... Yo, do what you gotta do. Don't worry, we'll take care of it. We got we got the time and we got the space and we got the place. You know what I mean? I can take care of it. We gonna wait for our guest, Mr. Anthony Straight Fit, Straight Horn, to get back as he plugs on in and plugs on up. But you know these thoughts, patterns, and when we think about this, um, I really love what he was talking about about that that here and there, right? And 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 really tapping into that that here is always with us it is always here and as he talked about consistency i mean consistency is the uh i believe the consistency is the i wouldn't even say the secret sauce sauce consistency is the main ingredient in manifesting 
anything that you want to have in your life, right? So whether you're consistently down on yourself or, or and beating up yourself and talking bad to yourself, if you're consistently um, not taking care of things that you know that need to be done to, to for your health and wellness, then it will be it, it will catch up, right? So consistency is neither good nor bad. It's what you do with it because you are always consistently doing something. And that is the key to pay attention to. What is it that you are consistently doing? Is what it is that you're consistently doing aiding or abetting your uh, your growth and your expansion in this world, this this abundance mindset that, that Stray Fit was just talking about? Or are you consistently coming from a scarcity mentality? So that way, all that is producing in your life is consistent. I mean, is the consistency of um, scarcity, right? Or the lack thereof that exacerbates into the feeling of anxiety and depression and, um, and, 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 and all of these other negative mindsets that, that will clog up your heart, that will allow you to start overeating, that will allow you to just like, you know, be emotionally drained because you're consistently not tapping into the value that you have within. So sis asks, how do you use your, um, how you use your power is always the key. Agree, Crystal, how you use that power is always the key. So, um, so Anthony, as I we, wanted to, yeah, please. Mm-hmm. Add I on. wanted to, to add on to what you were saying, like consistency, um, the energy, all that, because, Consistency energy create plus energy create momentum. Mm. Momentum is the precursor to change and thus transformation, evolution, expansion. So however you use your power is neither good or bad. It's just energy. And so it's it's you can use power to you can use a certain you can use power to purport fear, mm-hmm. anger, or you can use power to purport love, connection. And, and, and acceptance. However, depending on how you channel the power, there are certain results. There is a there are common patterns of results that show up. Mm-hmm. Healing, healing comes from typically speaking, when there's power channeled in the in the direction of love, connection, acceptance, anger, and fear, that does not channel healing. Mm. So it's very interesting how. In our climate, you can see the juxtaposition of how power, of how how information <laughs> is creating <laughs> is creating a result in one way, and then information in another is creating result in another. So it's I can go a whole another that could be a whole conversation about you know this versus you know them versus us or us versus you know all that stuff. But yeah, that's. Very true. It's how it's how you use your power and understand it. Word. We actually got one of our uh, one of our comments, Mister El- Edwin Delgado. He said, uh, "When we are when we are purpose driven rather than being task driven, we can find unlimited energy." I needed this today, so uh, mm-hmm. you know that's that that is that is what this human experience is about, right? When we talk about compassion and action, right? So just through mm-hmm. our conversation. And, and us being able to to uh, interact with one another in a compassionate manner, right? By me, uh, by us expressing and experiencing one another, um, that is how that healing uh, is dissipated out, right? And so that is literally what this platform is created to do. So Edwin uh, Delgado, thank you for 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 your comment. Um, that just warms my heart. Pitter patter, pitter patter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, so, you know, with that, I think that that allows us to go into this third question, which is straight fit. When was the last time you cried, good brother? Oh, wow. I actually had a, a, a welling up today because I'm about to be a father. And I was actually thinking, I know I was, I was actually sitting in this uh, square in this area where I was waiting for a friend to get some coffee. Mm-hmm. And I saw a few fathers pass by with their children in a stroller and one was putting one, one was carrying one. And 
I was just like thinking like, wow, it's about to be me. And <laughs> I, I'm so inspired. And it's just like almost like the universe showing you like, yep, here you come. Here it comes. It's mm. coming, you know. And this the idea of all the different like adventures and the journeys and all these different things that I'm so like giddy to do, you know, like, and I'm also like wondering like, what are they going to be like? What are they going to be into? And I don't know, the combination of all that, this, this, I just welled up with this, I just cried with this over, I say overwhelm, but this, this sense of joy, just like to like, this is so beautiful. This is so magical. It's like, I'm so grateful. That is and so dope. And it's all, Yeah. That is so dope. I mean, it's like, you know, I what I what I like about what you're what it is that you're saying, right? Um is because so I I'm I'm president of this organization called King Conscious <clears throat> and we specifically work on social emotional intelligence, right? And being able to mm-hmm. tap in and positively express our feelings and our emotions, right? And so, you know, oftentimes that emotion um and that that reaction to crying is usually T- uh, attached to something like a negative right uh and mm-hmm. so we like hold that we hold these things in because of like whatever that negative experience is associated towards why we are crying so we hold it in right and to be able to hear you express the other side of that coin um and being able to say that those were tears of, of joy and tears of excitement and uh, you know that 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 were welling up and were released from you, right? Um, just because you're about to enter this new um, amazing adventure that is called uh, parenthood, <laughs> right? And, and you don't, yeah, you just, yeah. you don't, you don't really know what you can, what you're gonna get. Uh, you could prepare as much as you want, but you just don't know until until that until that being is here, and then to be able to have to like remember sometimes that this is a, a this is its own entity like this being is its own sovereign individual right and that we as parents um and i and i i'll use the collective we in this one because i i have a two-year-old right and actually Mm -hmm. that was something that that kind of uh allowed us to connect a little bit more um in the in the very Mm -hmm. beginning in kaboom because it was just like when you made that post about uh you know about your uh your wife being so far along and and that just made me want to reach out to you even more um, and just be like, yo, bro, like, boo, 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 like, congratulations with all of that. <laughs> so, um, so I say that to say that, uh, to hear you, um, talk about the joy and the excitement, um, of seeing other people interacting with their, with their child and what, what that's going to bring for you, um, is, is just so rewarding and so refreshing. And I wish that we, as, especially as men, um, mm-hmm tap into the joy of crying as well you know mm-hmm. Definitely. and i've had a lot of lot of a lot of time to get into the flow or practice of this letting it go this like totally allow myself to be naked emotionally and a lot of it started back in 2014 when i first started trying plant medicine ceremonies you know and there was so much that came up i didn't even know it would come up and it's just like I started connecting to what the medicine was showing me. And it was just like strips of old stuff that started to fall to the side. Mm. And then integrating it into my pre- my day-to-day life, like being more vulnerable, being more vulnerable with my wife, being more vulnerable with my family, sharing more authentically. All that helped to open the heart up more. And as that happened, <laughs> as I experienced that. I noticed that I had less of a challenge with crying mm. or like, hold it better. No, I can't do that. It was just like, you know, I would just like, yeah, I could be watching a show or watching something and I'd just feel something, you know, whether it be around animals or mm. just news or something. And I'm like, wow, I just feel like tears coming down and being able to be okay with it. Like, yes. If I feel I feel a, a sense of strength that comes with that too, and I've mm. been able to arrive at that for myself, not someone having to tell me that that is strength for you, but me be able to arrive at it and own it. So, yeah, and we and that's like that's like the one of the best teachers, right? When you're able to experience it and like derive, like when we talk about learning, when you're able to like be self actualized in your learning, 
it mm-hmm. it is just so ingest, ingested so much more deeply into our our, our DNA and our encoding, right? Um, yep. to really to really uh, transform and 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 take all of that in. You know, I, I mean, sure. I'm still working on my evolution of being able to like fully tap into being able to cry and um, emote in that in that particular way. I just, I just have so many blocks, and like that's some of the things that. Like I'm, I'm gonna start working on in therapy is to like be able to tap deeper into my emotions. Um, mm-hmm. That way, I could, you know, just yeah, just be able to to sit with them, feel them, and and be with them. You know, uh, is 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 so important for me. It's like something that I really, really want to do, and there's just like been so much blockage within me to to be able to fully tap into that. Um, I always feel myself like pulling back when I get to a certain point. And I, I, want, mm-hmm. I want to get to the other side. Take me to the other side. Um, <laughs> you know, within that, you know. Um, and so, okay. All right. So we talked about, you know, the passivity and, and the um, activity of getting into our um, our heart space and in, um, in the distinction between our heart space, our head space and our intuitive space within our gut. Uh, we talked about like that having and using um, uh, our beauty and and the here and there of it. Uh, we talked about the emotions that come about from that. And so now I'm interested in knowing from you, good brother, because you are such a uh, a traverser of this globe and rock that we live on. <laughs> what are three words? You should know in all languages. <laughs> huh, <that'd be> cool. <laughs> Three words. Uh, and as you think about that, Warren, if you're still on here, uh, Warren Thompson, if you're still on here listening, thank you. This is uh, the software I'm using is called Ecamm Live. Uh, so and it's for Mac. So you could go check that out. Um, and it's a very intuitive uh this is not a this is not a commercial for Ecamm Live, but uh, it is an endorsement to this uh, to this product. If you want to jump into getting in, in, into this uh, podcast space, they their their platform and their uh, technology that they use is very um, intuitive and not and there's not a lot of uh, uh, I should say uh, there's not a huge learning curve to just get on the field and, and start playing around with this shit, um, and so. Back to you, <laughs> straight fit. Uh, what are so those three one words? Word. Oh, three. Yeah, three. Yeah, words. three words. Three uh, words you should know in three, all languages. So three seven. Okay. Uh, it comes to mind is more like phrases to me. Um, hmm. Okay. I think love. Hmm. Love is one because I I feel and this is a cliche might be cliche but I think love is love is the healing uh, is a healing healing word. Mm-hmm. It can be. I feel like it is. And I think it's also our at the base of who we are. It's our natural state. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a natural state for a lot of us. And, you know, it's love. Um. Uh, yes, I say yes. <laughs> uh-huh. It's because like yes implies like possibility. It implies like connection. And mm-hmm. yes. Ah yes, you know it's like yeah. there's something resounding about it. You know, it's 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 not as I feel like it's more expensive. So love, yes. Um, this is great. I got to think about this. <laughs> I'm thinking about word. I'm thinking about words I I used to want to know the most when I learn another language. Um, I don't know what's coming. What's coming up for me is the word "go." Okay, like go, like that's a first. That's go. a first on here. So we got love, we got yes, and then you're gonna go with go. Uh, go into a little yeah. bit more about why go and like what. <laughs> why is that resonating with you at this moment? To me, go represents like motion, like going into like putting yourself into something, you know, or like in Italian, you would like we go. Or like, let's go, like, andiamo. It's, mm. And it's said like, ah, oh, let's go, like, let's go now, you know. So let's go experience, let's go dance, let's eat, you know. You know, let's, so it's like for me, I like to go, I like to move, I like to traverse, 
So I think that's an important word to know, like, okay, like go there or go here, you know, but the word, the base is go. And so that's, that's what comes up for me. It just, it's just a download. So I'm still, I got you. it's still coming into my, my, I got my you. Around it. Love, <laughs> love, uh, go. And the other one, oh, darn, I just forgot the third. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, yes love, go. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I could see how those three words, when put together in any place you are in the world, will allow yeah. uh, uh, would allow for a, uh, a dynamic experience to take sure. place. Yep. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, I just sir. thought about another word, too, you know, that might be pretty peace. The go word ahead. peace. 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 Okay. Peace is, I think that's a, that's a, I think that's a powerful one. That was, that can be uh, important to know. For sure. But that's the, that's the fourth one. (laughs) All right. So we got love, we got peace, we got uh, go, and we got yes. Mm -hmm. And so when you put those words together, that, that allows one thing, but then how does that, when we going in from three words or four words in this particular case that you should know in every language, it follows along with what scares you, Anthony? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, ah, it's it's more of a an idea that I I'm not going to travel. I'm not going to make the connections that I want. I'm not going to travel and meet the people that I see myself meeting. You know, somehow there's going to be something that I do or create within myself that sabotages that. So, mm. that brings up uh, that brings up a lot for me. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's 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 unpack that for a hot second. Yeah. When you talk about uh, when you talk about not being able to travel and meet the meet the individuals that mm-hmm. are supposed to be in your in your life for whatever reason for however long, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you you say that and then attach to sabotage, right? Um, speak a little bit more into that. Like, why why does that scare you that you wouldn't be able to travel? Um, and meet these, whatever that, whoever those individuals are, and then um, adding sabotage as um, as why that would uh, increase the amount of fear uh, or scare or or why that would increase the 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 reason you get scared. Like what what is what is it about sabotaging and not meeting these people uh, that? resonates with you or that brings something up within you yeah there are moments where there's a part of me that's split you know there's a part of me that's uh and it, it just this is the how the conversation sound like uh you know don't take your foot off the gas a little bit you know don't don't commit to your agreement you don't need to commit to your agreement you don't need to be you know be hold your word or you know, or there's, why do you need to do more? Or, or, or why, why is there, why I, why go, be, why go above and beyond now? You know, just sit and sit here and don't do the things that you say you were going to do. And that's a, to me, I think that's an element of like the ego just wanting to be safe, stay in a comfortable place. Mm-hmm. And, how, and I understand there's a part of that too where it's like you allow things, you 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 put you you speak it and then allow it. So there's a balance of that. However, sometimes there's like times where I'm just like, I I can feel my spirit saying, "Go for it," and then my mind is like, "Hey, don't listen to spirit. Listen to me. I'm gonna keep you safe. I'm gonna keep you uh, in a space of where you know you can you can rely on this." This is very predictable. And why not? Why? Why do you need to do all that stuff? Mm. I mean, be here. Everyone else is here. Everyone else is doing it. They're wearing that too. They're eating that too. Mm. And so that's a you know I'm so I'm around it. 
I'm around it. We're all around it at some level. We still, even though we might put ourselves in a bubble, or I put myself in a bubble sometimes around people to kind of re-insource my energy so that I stay accountable, stay transparent, stay authentic. However, sometimes through traversing the world, you come into different energy fields. Mm-hmm. And so that's sometimes one of the fears that I, I may find myself being intertwined in an energy field that I may not see um, could be reinforcing some subconscious programming that I'm allowing. Mm-hmm. And that's... So yeah. so within that, when you talk about subconscious programming, uh, what, what I find mm-hmm. interesting is that you went from you went from being in this corporate world studying uh, engineering um, and having like that engineer esque type of mind. Right. Because when you mm-hmm. when you study when you're studying in those fields, you get very much indoctrinated with a, a particular way of thinking. Right. Um, and so how, how much does that engineering mind have to do with like the, uh, the, I guess, scared, scared, being scared, um, Mm -hmm. come into play. Like when you're like in that engineering mind versus like when you take yourself out of that mind and then drop into your, uh, your intuitive, um, knowingness, uh, uh, like kind of mindset, like how, is that where the the conflict of um of uh, of being scared comes into play? Is that like is that where it plays out? Going back and forth between those two brains in that manner, or ways of thinking, I should say. Yeah, there there's some parts of it that's there, and that comes from my my world of being in corporate America, where I knew exact, I pretty much knew exactly the kind of work I was going to do pretty much every day. I knew the route I was going to drive to work. Mm-hmm. I knew where what I was going to eat how you know where all that stuff the kind of food i knew exactly how much money was coming pretty much down to the sense mm-hmm. and that in itself created a shield around me mm. and then becoming an entrepreneur in 2012 that you know that that idea of safety or the safety net just dissipated in a way because i was recreating my life in a whole nother direction mm. it was very it's a 180 from what i was doing and um, with but with that though, there came a higher level of conviction and clarity with it. Mm. And I just over the years have worked on my courage muscle to continue to, you know, be clear and convicted about my path and many purposes. So I think that the engineering mind definitely has an engineered way of like predicting things, being methodical, being logical, secure, and all that stuff. Gotcha. Gosh, mm-hmm. that's interesting. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. That was because mm-hmm. I, I was I was looking for a way to bring that in and in introducing that. So you got when you're when you tapped in the source and you just allow it to flow through you. You don't you don't have to go looking too hard. It it will just yeah. come to you if you pay attention to the omens that yes, take yes. place. I will take this time out to give a quick shout out to Omen Timepieces, the watch with the message. Um, well, definitely want to give them another shout out for they're one of our sponsors as well. Uh, and so, um, I said, yeah, okay. That now we go from that commercial break back into, <laughs> let's get, well, this. you know, it's funny that since you're on the omens and I'm going to make it quick, but the word kaboom has the word omen in it. Kaboom. Wait, hold, all oh. right. Yeah. You got to break that down to me. What's the, what's the last two letters? Oh, the omen. Oh. Uh, the ohm. So, and that's a whole. Um, well, and that's a whole. That's a very powerful. I mean, that's about the group. But anyway, the word kaboom is ka spirit, and then boom, b o o m. It's ohm is yeah, anyway. It's a lot of. It's deep. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to it. There's a, there's lot, a lot to there. the science of okay. that one, right? Yeah. Sure. So sure, I sure, guess sure. that actually makes sense as why we open and close with that, right? To to call forth mm-hmm. those uh those energies and that. And that um mm-hmm. that alchemy, um, yes. So okay, now we go on. To, we went from like, all right, what scares you? How that may come up, and and how you are able to pay attention to dissipating that those uh the, the what scares you when you're able to tap in um to the different energies and what's being communicated or which brain is communicating that or 
mind frame is communicating that to be more specific. So, all right, then if that's the case over there, then I would also like to know what makes you happy, Stray Fit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I don't hold back, when I unleash, you know, I love to dance, I love to move. And last night with dancing, and it's such a, it's almost like I feel like I'm just flying when I'm mm. dancing. It's like, I feel like I'm just like, like I'm with people, but I'm above the clouds with them, you know? And I'm like a bird that swoops down and swoops back up. So that's what, that's what, it, that's what brings me happiness, what brings me that feeling of aliveness, that self, you know, actualized experiences, dancing, moving, running, um, heat, sweating, things, things like that. It, Cause it's so grounding, right? It's so grounding in that sense. Like it pulls you to the earth, but also like activates you so you can get into the heavens too. So of who you are, because Word. it's, yeah, it's, all right, so, so all right, cool. So then, within that, or that, so that brings up something else as well that that I was itching to ask and, and um and kind of like delve in more when you talk about, especially when you talk about dancing and the moving and the and the and the um and just being in motion. Um, so when you were making that transition from uh the corporate world to becoming an entrepreneur and becoming this transformational coach and and, and fitness coach and all of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Where um, within that transition. Right. Uh, like how how did you find happiness in that transition going from the corporate world and then figuring out like, oh, I want to be I want to be in the fitness world. I want to, you know, work in this world now. Like, how did you find happiness within that? Yeah. Continue to, I was really curious to just keep continuing to learn about how my business would develop and how it would form itself. And I, I was, I was, I was blessed and very much empowered to connect with a mentor that had been along this path a lot longer and who was able to show me and give me great guidance that was really about business sustainability as well as personal health and self-care sustainability. So and I, I had been in that experience for myself already because when I was in corporate, I still was really big on my health and wellness. I never, I never like put that on the back burner or that was a secondary priority. I mean, I've been vegan 18 and a half years, so it's mm-hmm. really big on my nutrition, really big on my physical. I'd run, go to, you know, work out after work, do things, you know, with my coworkers, like play softball, go on hikes, stuff like that, go running. So I always, I was always really big on making sure my my temple was taken care of. So that helped a lot. That helped me a lot. And even going into being an entrepreneur, I made sure that yeah, well, I need to work on the business. And um, oh, something just popped up. No, anyway, I still made sure I took care of the actual source that was creating the business. Mm-hmm. So I took I took care of the vessel, which is the source of where the business was coming from. Mm-hmm. So I was just very mindful of that. And that in, in itself created a, a healing, loving experience within myself. And I think that created a mindful ha- sense of happiness for myself that, well, you know, I know the money's coming and I feel like the money that I'm creating. I wanted to feel like the money that was coming into my existence because my experience with a lot of entrepreneurs, which I've observed, is that we can that they sometimes or a lot of times make a lot of money, create a lot of make a lot of achievements, all that stuff. However, they don't feel like the money. They don't experience the money in a million, like a million dollars of joy and love and self-acceptance. It's mm-hmm. like their money, their money is it they're identifying themselves with the money to how happy they can be if the money goes here, if the money goes there, as opposed to like understanding, realizing that they're, <laughs> they're already the currency because mm. they're the energy. They're the energy because you think about it, and I'm going to get very nerdy with it. Energy is, me- is measured in current. Current is a, is a measure of amps. People talk about amps, the amps of something or, you know, like in music. Currency is the movement of the current. So money, this the essence of money is energy. And energy, we're always 
created we're always manifestation manifestors of of energy thus money so that's how money is translated through our energy converted into a practice or a service or a product that's valuable for people or ourselves and thus people will write something on a piece of paper worth value and they hand it to you so that's it's all come full it, it all you. comes full circle understand i'm yeah. with you on that good brother i am with you on that and we have now found the uh the title of this particular uh human experience so i can't wait <laughs> currency it's gonna have something to do with currency and how to straight fit Great. that current or allow the yeah. allow the currency to flow something like that i don't know i'm gonna come up yeah, with that yeah. later, but i just know i have earmarked that word current uh, and yes. consistency. So those the two C's. Okay. Um, so brother, you know, with mm-hmm. with with allowing the current to continuously flow through us, um, mm-hmm. we have now arisen to pregunto numero siete. Yeah. Which is good, brother. What is your purpose? Mm. Yeah. My purpose is connection. <laughs> like, when you talk about currency and then you go into connection. Okay. Connection. Plug on yeah. into this motherfucker. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I digress. I'm sorry. Uh, I got, I got hype. Please continue on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Connection. And I say that because that's for me, that's where I, I find the greatest sense of life source energy. You know, whether it be cooking and eating with people, shopping with people, traveling the world, doing retreats, conferences, having, you know, these kinds of exchanges, mm-hmm. interviews, podcasts. I think our natural state is to be connected, to be highly connected, because connection to me is an expression of abundance. And we're connected to everything. Always have been, always will be, because everything is energy. And that's a principle I live by. A lot and so that to me that this goes into how important it is for me to purposely be into this flow of connection so that's that's a huge one for me connection so when you talk about what like how so then how do you go about manifesting like you know taking your purpose right the purpose mm-hmm. of 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 connection right um how did you go about and how are you going about uh turning that purpose into um that purpose which is that passion into um profits since we mm-hmm. since you hit you hit me with the three c's let me hit you with the three p's purpose passion <laughs> and profit yeah 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 well for me i've been able to like own my power or own my impact you know and and that shows up in me reaching out to people to communicate what I'm up to in life and the, the, the experiences that I'm seeking to attract. And just to revisit um, conversations with people around what I'm, seek, what I'm seeking to create in the world. And from that, people have shown interest in wanting to undergo coaching with me, training with me, um, to be a soundboard for them. And as a result of that, people, um, see that there's value in having a coach that can help help them with accountability structure and sustainable lifestyle practices that has resulted in people paying me five thousand dollars three thousand dollars fifteen hundred dollars eight hundred dollars a month in in different in different stuff and the result of that is that their life has evolved and expanded and changed invaluably you know to Mm -hmm. a point where it's the money they pay me is like a, a, a drop in the bucket compared to the money of the, the the current experience that has resulted, you know, from their investment into me for themselves. Mm. That's some real ish right there, bro. I like I like I like the way that you you put that together, right? And the the and the way that you're able to uh, really embody that. Uh, Mm -hmm. and and like live that like literally when you know just coming across and being and being in your um being in your orbit from a digital space uh you could see that exuding from you um thank you and and you could and and so like 
when we talk about our that when when I think about do words have meaning um, and do we give them meaning or are the word is, or is the word inherently um, have its own its own meaning right uh, and like yep. how does that how does the transference of this particular word um, make me feel um, is that coming from the actual word or is it coming from the person who is saying the word right who's in yes. who, who is putting that that current or that energy behind that word right and that's I guess that's where you come into play. Go yeah. ahead. I can see you. I can see it oozing out of you. Go ahead. What is well, it? Well, <laughs> what I want to add, and because I think you're hitting on this idea that we are mean, meaning, meaning making machines. Mm. Like we create meaning into anything based on what we believe and value and what we are around. What we believe, what we value, what we're around. All those things are great shapers into what creates meaning for us. Mm. And what's meaningful typically has emotional currency behind it. So, you know, it, it and all, all that's just and all that is all what keeps us grounded in in this play on the human plane, you know, mm-hmm. here on Earth, you know, experiencing the magnificence of senses, sight, touch, smell, tasting, all those things, traveling and shopping and, and going for uh, the idea of creating a business or having a home. So, but it's all part of this whole entire experience. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed, good brother. Um, I would just like to uh, take this time out um, in this very meaningful and purposeful way to say um, it has been a complete uh, honor and it is my pleasure to uh, to have shared this moment and these opportunities with you, good brother. Because uh, yeah, as I was saying, like there was there the, you exude those words of love, of yes, of and go right. Like mm-hmm. and then all of that creates the peace, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so like I could I could understand why. Um, I can understand why your clients and, and, and the people that have the great fortune of being in contact with you, I could see how, uh, how, how you could be, how you could be scared of not making, um, that connection with someone because of what it is that you have to offer the world. Um, and, and that's just me saying that in not not knowing you for for a long time but just like being able to evaluate you from 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 afar um and just seeing the uh the words that you choose to to put out there to represent who you are and the in the current of 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 who you are and and how you exude and move in that way uh so i just want to say that i i recognize it i appreciate it and um and and congratulations for for being tapped in um, to, to, to your way of being.